So it is that time of the week when we speak to somebody who has grown their business from perhaps points of hopelessness to a point where now we see the other side can be very possible. We call this feature Going Up. Now I must tell you, I met this gentleman about eight weeks ago uh, and I started learning a bit about his business, got excited about his business, got to taste the food that he makes and I thought, yeah, maybe this guy is worth a quickie interview one day. Until I asked him a very magical question. How big has your business grown in the last three years? And the number he gave me said, no, this guy is different. He is going up. His name is Hezron Lowe. He's a South African chef, a television personality who rose to fame as a chef testant on the first season of SABC3 reality competition series Top Chef SA. He also is co-owner of Something Fresh, a gourmet street food company he founded with Chef Andrew Leo in 2012 in Johannesburg. Now, when he tells you the story about how this thing grew, you'll realize that it was not pop and flace. It took hard work to get it where it is. Hezi, good evening, mate. Hey, Rams, how are you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> no, it's even better to see you. <laughs> In a different spot altogether. <laughs> how are you keeping? I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm excited. I'm always excited. You know, every day when the sun rises, I'm excited. It's always an opportunity. It's a brand new start to make even more money. I love know? that. I love that. Let's, th let's talk about you first, the person. Who's Hezron? Where's home? Where does the journey begin? The journey begins in uh, in a in a shack in Innerdale, actually, just oh. across the road from here. Yeah. Well, about about thirty kilometers, but yeah. across the road, thirty k's away. Yeah, uh, thirty-seven actually. Yeah. Okay, okay, that was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom's a single parent. She raised me and three other children. Yeah, so there's four of us, uh, and I'm from the deep south, Innerdale South. Innerdale, south, yeah. south. Shout out to the Innerdaleans. <laughs> Um, I went to high school, Oakdale Secondary. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, did dismally. <laughs> just managed to get him a just, just. Someone actually, someone felt sorry for me. I'm sure about it. <laughs> they pushed your name through. <laughs> they pushed me through for my trick, and then uh, I decided to go into accounting. Yeah, studied accounting. Oh, dololo. <laughs> <laughs> I still owe my mother a graduation. Well, you've got a bigger graduation for her, by the yes, way. Yeah. Yes, this yes, is much yes. bigger than that. And 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 then, you know, so accounting did not work out. What else? What 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 then did you do? Then then uh, I I I was good with numbers. Yeah. I I was I've always been good with numbers and I went to work for the banks. Yeah. And I was an analyst, an MIS analyst. Really? Managed, yes. Wow. Management information systems. systems. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that was exciting. I rose to the top of my field as uh, for one of the top four banks. I was actually the uh, the head of MIS. Yeah. And it wasn't working out for me. I wasn't feeling these numbers. Like this is not me. Yeah, because you know when you're sitting there, you're seeing how much money these people are. <laughs> I'm making these people, you know, and I'm driving in them that direction to make it. Now I want you to understand firstly that I don't think there's anything wrong in having a good job. Yes. And working hard yes. Every day. Yes. It just wasn't for me. I'm not that. You're guy. not cut out that I'm, way. Yes. You know that feeling you get on the twentieth when you work on the banks and ding. -ding you know that SMS? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I've worked for a bank before, I know. It's a great feeling, yeah. but it's not a great feeling. It wasn't a great feeling. Not At least not for you. Not for me. So yeah. you break out and do what? I mean, how? Do, firstly, do you when you when you leave or when you left, was there something or you just left and said, I'll see where, where I'm going? I left to see where I'm going. 
I left this. I had all these ch- uh, crazy ideas. Um, I wanted to sell chicken sperm. Uh, <laughs> you don't even understand. You missed your calling. <laughs> you should have been on stage making people laugh. <laughs> yeah, I had all these crazy, crazy ideas I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then I I bumped into my business partner. I was actually we met twelve years prior to this in a taxi. Yeah. And we were both in varsity, and we used to sit every day and chat and have a good conversation and have a good time. And we never spoke about girls. I was very worried about that. <laughs> we used to speak about food only. Only food. Only food. And then. But have you always been a foodie yourself? Ah, you know, my mother's. You know, initially, my mother used to make me wash the dishes. She used to make me peel the garlic, yes. chop the onions. And I didn't realize in my life that she was actually setting me up for what my passion truly yes. is, yes. you know? I always used to moan. I always used to I hated it so much. <laughs> My, if you're listening, I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for everything. But it was it was some of the toughest things to do is, yeah. is to peel onions, chop onions. You know, you end up crying without knowing why. <laughs> you know. And, and look at you now. Yeah. So this partner, you, you, you keep talking and talking, and and what comes out of it? Nothing. He goes off to work in uh, um, uh, hotels and all of these places. And I'm off in the banks building this amazing career. And then on this random day, I've quit my job. My brothers come from overseas to visit me. And I'm driving down the road and I see this guy. And this guy sees me. And I'm like, hey, my guy. And he's like, yo, my guy. Because we'd forgotten each other's names. <laughs> <laughs> and we pull o- and I pull over and we chat and we go for a drink. At a local shabin, yeah, and uh, we have a few drinks, and uh, he was he was drinking a cider, and you know, because I was a bit broke at the time, so he was he was buying me cider. Yes, <laughs> I'm actually a beer drinker. Yeah. So, um, what came out of that conversation is let's start something, let's start a business together, and three months later he quit his job, I cashed in my provident fund, and I start we started something fresh together. Just like that, like that, like in the movies. And and where does it start? I mean, I I know where it is now, but I'm sure it didn't start this way. So it started off on the side of the road in Midran Baker Street. Uh, two guys, a three by two trailer, a patch of fake grass, and a trestle table with plastic chairs that my mother is still missing. <laughs> A set of plastic chairs and an umbrella donated also. Wow. And yeah, we basically started our business, our money borrowed from my mom. Um, Andrew's mom gave us some equipment, some pots, some knives. Mm -hmm. My little brother was our transport. And that's how something first started. Did it work out in the beginning? It was terrible. Rams, I've actually every time I relay this part of the story, I get a few tears in my eyes. Mm. Uh, two years, my business was failing. It was a disaster. Um, I had just had a child. Um, Andrew was as lady was also pregnant, mm. and we were splitting a hundred and fifty rand a week when we were lucky. On a good week. On a good week, we was I was getting seventy five rand. He was getting seventy five rand. Now, as you know, at seventy five rand, you can't even take your lady no. on a date. No, no, you can't even call her. No, you can't take yourself on a date. <laughs> good recipe for you to well, pardon the pun, for you to quit. 
Yeah. We Why didn't you? We were on the edge. We were on the edge of quitting. We were on the edge of quitting. And I think having a business partner and having a dream and knowing that you want to achieve something, you want to change your life, just pushed us. Yeah. And I'll never forget the, the one. So we quit every December, just so by the way. <laughs> the first year we quit in December, like, ah, we're done. Yeah, and then uh, we'd hook up somewhere, myself and Andrew, and and then we'd convince each other that it's a good idea to go back into business. Yes, and then the second year we quit, and we came back together, and we said we quit. But this time we quit with attitude. We want to try something new. The thing is, if you give up on your dreams, Rams, what's the point? What is the point? What's of the living? point? Yeah, you know. So how do you come back the third time? So the third time we come back and we decide that we need to change our market. We need to change the people that we are selling to. Mm. And we were so attached to these people, but these people were not our market. You're selling to the wrong market. I was selling to the wrong selling to the wrong market. You know, and here I was, I was selling to people who were taking lunch breaks. People who are on their lunch break don't want to spend a hundred rand on lunch. Yes. They want to spend thirty five rand. So my business needed people that want to spend a hundred rand and up on a meal. Mm. And oh, we were stuck there for two years selling 35 red chicken. How then do you, as you change and find the market, what happens? Where do you go? I mean, do you move from Midrand, I, I suppose? So we moved from Midrand. Um, we approached the Four Ways Farmers Market up out in Four Ways. Yeah. So we did that every Sunday. And then we went to Neighbor Goods Market. At that time, it, it shows that you're speaking to the right people now. Now it starts showing that we are engaging the right audience. Yes. But it's, it's once a week. It's once, it's once a week. But uh, what we were making on a Sunday is... is, is it was more than 75 rent a week. It, that you than, <laughs> it, changed, it changed our business. It literally changed our business. And now we were engaging people that were interested in having us at their Christmas parties, at the office functions, at launches, wow. at all of these things. So we started engaging these people and these people started hiring us. And uh, the truth is, initially we didn't have capacity to do any of this. Yes. So, yes. uh, so we had a few customers that uh, I think will never work with us again. <laughs> they, they. You couldn't deliver. I couldn't. I, I sold the product. I gave the food, but not the way I promised. Yes. Yes. But uh, lessons learned. Lesson, the thing is, as you grow up as a human being, you learn things through mistakes. Yeah. When when you, when you burn, you know not to touch something hot. And it's the same in business. You have to burn to learn. Before we talk about then where you are now, just for the benefit of our listeners, says Ron, what, what, is, what is the business? What is something fresh? What do you do? What, what is special about something fresh that is not the 35 friend meal? <laughs> so, so quite recently, uh, you sat in with me and I, I, I spoke to some guys about sales, if yeah. you remember. And we don't just sell food. We sell magic. We sell an experience. We sell, we sell dreams. Yes. And when you get it, you get our chicken on a plate, all your dreams come true. We sell gourmet street food. And we sell gourmet street food at private functions. We sell gourmet street food for cor- corporate catering. Yeah. We do ma- markets. We do festivals. Um, Rams, there's so much we don't. We have a what is special for me? There is a restaurant in Pram. But what is special for me is that you also have your restaurant uh, in, 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 in a bus. 
Oh yes, we have a bus. A pasturant, we call a it. A pasturant. Yeah, we made that word. Up. You, you call it the biggest uh, bus that sells food. Yes, it's the largest food truck in Africa, actually. Yeah. So we took a double-decker bus, and yeah. we found her name was Joy, and we took her guts out, and we rebuilt her because she'd rusted a bit. Yeah. And we put a industrial kitchen on the bottom floor, and the top floor has a viewing deck. It's the largest food truck in Africa. And where do we find the largest food truck? Uh, well, so she travels. She goes everywhere. She yeah. goes everywhere. Um, the best way to find joy in your life <laughs> is to book our double decker bus for yeah. a corporate function, a private function, or even for one of your markets or festivals, and we'll go there. She's mobile. She goes everywhere. So the business has grown, particularly in the last three years. But yes. it was a hard slog. It was a very hard slog. How how have you grown? Employ more people now. Uh, you know, I know I said I know the bus and I know the store in Bram, where I got myself stuffed with so much food in one Saturday. I <laughs> I just couldn't stop eating when I when I experienced something fresh and I and I mean it not to. I'm not even buying your face. I had I did not know much about your business except having met you and I went there without you and I truly discovered something amazing there. So, so, so before I answer that question, how are my staff? This is very important to me. Because a measure for me of a good business is how the staff behave when yes. the boss is not around. Look, the context was slightly different because there were cameras around them, you know? Yes. So, but they were, they were effective men and, and they remembered faces and they remembered orders and they gave you assurance because there was a bit of traffic on the day. They would come back and say, we know running slightly late but your, your your meal is coming and that helped me a lot because i i did not feel neglected yes. and that that helped so so that's important for us in yes. our business is training training our staff upskilling them so that if when hopefully they don't leave yeah. but when they go out into the industry they've got the right skills yes. that's very important um back to your question how we've grown mm. myself and andrew we started our business just the two of us and my little brother yeah we now employ 20 people on a full-time basis wow. in our catering business. Then we've got an additional eight people in our restaurant. And then in peak season, we employ up to 50 temps. Wow. Yes. 50 temps? 50 in temps. In peak season? In peak, in peak w- season. When is that season? Uh, it's about to kick off. Okay. It's uh, from September, October, November, December. That's mm. our busiest time. Well, you're not going to come here and have free lunch on us. So we're going to get you to work for this <laughs> conversation and share a few lessons for our listeners. Because the reason we talk to people like you is, is to really give many other entrepreneurs who are starting their something fresh now and they keep on quitting and, and, and not sure whether this is going to work, to leave them with a few lessons. And I'd like to talk to you about two particular lessons that you can share with our listeners. One is, at which point... Do you do you look at your business and say, this is not making sense. It's time to run. When do I know that? When you lose money. When it's as simple s- as that. It's when you lose money. I think as entrepreneurs, we become very emotional about our businesses. Yeah. Now, earlier I said business is like, you learn like, like life. You know? Yes. But a business is not a baby. It's not a child. Yeah. It, you, you, you're not going to go to jail if you can the baby and you move on. You owe nobody any you, apology. You, you no. Know, you, you have to be able to make a non-emotional decision mm. and say, listen, I'm not making money. I need to move on. The moment you start realizing you're losing money, 
and this is not working for you you must move on most of people i have met in business uh sadly is that when things are not working out they go out and take more loans and rob mom's money and take other people's money and take other pension that they had saved to try and resuscitate a dying business and you would advise against that i would advise against it now what you've just said is very important you just making more trouble mm. you know it's like digging the hole even deeper yeah so now for you to get out of that hole is going to be even more difficult and you're going to hurt more people yeah. and the more people that get involved in the spain the bigger the disaster so you have to make a non-emotional decision make a financial decision make the right decision if not for yourself for others involved move on i know you sell gourmet food which makes you 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 would argue different from others but you sell food and food is food is food so many of us get into business that looks like the, the next business it it could be it could be a a uh, a digital marketing business it could be a pr business whatever it is it's the same as the, the next one how do i grow and and maybe specifically no no actually let me ask you about not not specifically about something fresh but because you're a business that has grown sales so well over the years what do people need to learn about growing their sales in their businesses so this number one important is you need to know what you're selling mm. what are you actually selling are you selling fish tanks or are you selling glass mm. that's that's very important and number two sales is about relationships and everyone is all about oh i need to have this great relationship with my customers i need to look after my customers i mustn't have a hit and run relationship with my customers but it also comes down to the relationship with your staff yeah and how your staff then act out what you have just sold out because essentially if you go out and you sell magic and you deliver no magic mm-hmm. you're not going to get repeat business and a business without repeat business is not a business you know uh there's a famous uh, german car maker the guy with the star yeah yeah they they sell cars i think it's 60 or 70% of their sales is to people who already own one of those cars so it makes their lives easy mm. and and that's important for us as small businesses to realize that you need repeat business from people over and over and it's not just the relationship you have with those people it's the relationship you have with your staff and the ability they then have to deliver that that you have sold so sales is 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 all about relationships yeah but you also i i listen to you speak about two two terms that that captivated me setting goals and targets yes yes there's a there's a massive difference between yes. goals and targets um a goal is 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 a broad idea yeah it's 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 a it's a generalization of what you want to achieve a target is very specific it's 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 described it's to the point and you know so my goal for this year is to increase my sales yeah that doesn't mean anything but i've got a goal it's fantastic hey, yeah. you know my mom will love me for it you know <laughs> i love my mom by the way guys excellent that's a good thing to do <laughs> and then but my target for this year is to have return business of 10 million rand that is my target now you see the difference there huge huge difference that's the one is more defined than the other yes and that now can drive my actions So what happens behind that I can now set milestones 
and work towards those milestones. And if I don't achieve the milestone, what am I doing wrong? And how am I going forward from that? Direction? How do you know what you're doing wrong? You need to look at your business from the outside. And also, you need a mentor. You need someone to sit down and speak to. Mm. That is very important. Someone to guide you on this journey. Um, entrepreneurship is hard. And very lonely. It doesn't need to be lonely. That is the thing. They are those who have come before us. Yeah. Business was not invented by me. It was not invented by you. The business I'm in, I sell gourmet street food. Someone has sold fried chicken out there before. Exactly. Why am I not? I, I should be engaging with that person, finding out where to get the best chow, um, you know, our, what oil to use. All of these things are out there. Mm. They exist. In fact, now you can Google them. You can Google them. Yes. So I, I say for you to grow your business, you need good targets. You need to be able to measure them. And you need a mentor, someone to guide you and help you on this journey. And indeed, by the way, the growth has been far more than just, uh, I mean, hey, did you dream that this today in 2018, this would be a multi-million rent business when, <laughs> when few years ago you were quitting every December? Um, no, I, 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 think, I think also what I love about what we have achieved with something fresh, myself and my business partner, Andrew, uh, is that we still don't know what we've done and we don't know where this business is going to go. We have no idea how big it's going to be because it's going to be big. It's, it's, it's already big. It's big. I, I use the phrase big in Japan, <laughs> but we've just landed in Japan. Yes. Now we've got to get big in Japan. And, and what is the growth? Is it more stores? How do you define that growth? So we've, we've set a target for 2018, 2019. We yeah. want to open two more stores mm -hmm. within uh, in, in Gauteng. Yeah. And also we want to expand our reach in terms of private and corporate catering. Yes. So we want to be the go-to people when you have a private function, when you have a product launch. We want to be those guys. We want to assist you with, with uh, branding, all of that. Because uh, there's branding in food. Really? Yes. When you finish the plate, you always look down at your plate, don't you? Yes. So Actually. there's your logo right there. Actually. So we, we, we're looking at all of these things. So I was about to say earlier that, uh, and you spoke about that we, we need mentors in business. It makes sense to come from you because something exciting happened uh, a few weeks ago when <laughs> you were selected as one of seven mentors in a very interesting program. What was it called again? At uh, My Fearless Next. Oh, My Fearless Next. Oh, where you were the... I uh, saw that. I saw <laughs> that on television. <laughs> and, and, and that should say a lot to you that... That not only did I not quit, I actually have built something where I can be recognized for my skills to mentor others that come after me. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a privilege, and it's it's a, it's it's a massive honor to to have been recognized as someone who has achieved something. Yeah. Um, it also comes with great responsibility. You know, it's it's even when it's within business, it's always responsibility. Mm. You have a responsibility towards. The mentors, the mentees, I have responsibility towards my staff, I have responsibility towards my suppliers, you know, and when they say you have sleepless nights in business, it's because it's, it's not that you, you must be in hot water to have sleepless nights, you must be in a good place to have those sleepless nights. So this man 
who's been our guest on Going Up. He's a great businessman, but I'll tell you some, something else. He's also actually he's become really a, a celebrity <laughs> businessman. In 2017, he partnered with comedian Nick Rabinovich to tour the country in search of the most unique and interesting prior experiences in South Africa uh, that had to offer the uh, in the SABC foodie travel series Tires and Briars. And as he just told you, he was one of the seven mentors of the Standard Bank, My Fearless Next competition. And in 2017, he was presented with the 2017 Tsokosan Entrepreneur of the Year Award. This man is not only a businessman, he's a star. And he's been our guest on Going Up. Hezron Lo, it has been a privilege to know you, to meet you. And I know that you're doing something amazing out there. It's not only fresh, it's something amazing. Thank you, Rams. Thank you. I'm humbled. I'm truly humbled for you to say those things. And yeah, there's so much more to come. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I want to be part of that. I want to keep on watching this this growth. I want to see this journey throughout and I just celebrate you all the time. That's what we want to do. Just celebrate your success. Thank you very much, Rams. I appreciate it. You're an inspiration, mate. You don't have a clue. <laughs> You're a great inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. I think, I so think tell them where to come and buy. Okay. They're listening now. So they must eat and, and make you more wealthy. So there's just one more thing. Yeah. I just want to say one more thing. I want to say that there are so many young South African entrepreneurs that are coming up. Yeah. You know, that are building, um, giving this nation hope. Because that is what we need. Yeah. And I want, I want entrepreneurs to keep building this nation. Because we are the future. Entrepreneurship is the future of yeah. this country. Don't give up. Start, fail, start, fail, but keep going. Yeah. Because the moment you stop trying... When you stop moving is when it all ends. That's the failure. That's the failure. The failure is stopping completely. Stopping. Yeah. Yes. So guys, please keep go out there, build those businesses. So yes. where do we have something fresh? So something fresh is Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at something fresh. S-U-M-T-I-N-G. You, you'll find us there. Um, we've got a store in Norwood, um, 79 Grant Avenue. Yeah. On Google Maps, just type in something, something fresh, fresh. And you'll and it'll bring you straight to our restaurant. And we've got a website, www.somethingfresh.co.za. Also follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at Hezron Low. H E Z R O N L O U W. If you are bad with memory or bad with your hearing, don't worry. All of this is repeated on Facebook as we speak to you. And actually, it has been live on Facebook. But we've got all his details on our Facebook page, Metro FM Talk with Rams. His details are there and all the stores are there and all the, all the social media links are there. Go out and support this business. And what do you know? You could just find yourself your next mentor or even your next business partner. He's always looking for other people. Here's a wonderful mate. Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you, Rams.